the pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. And good afternoon, everyone. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now, remember, you can always listen online at the website, which is DePietro.com. Now, this is better. Folks, without question, it is Thursday. It is all day. It is July 15th. And finally, yes, we have sunshine all afternoon. And I don't see any rain in the forecast for tomorrow either. Right now, it's actually perfect. 84 degrees, depending on where you are. I just heard the great forecast. Ah, 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 from the great Jeff Gamach. Again, I want to welcome in everyone tuning in to our uh, live stream that we do at noon each day. And then we also do it um, whenever there's breaking news. Then we also do one after dark. So the live stream just continues to build momentum. People like it. We continue to try different things. It's a happening. Um, Now, many times... I am aware some of you are either A, not on Facebook, your choice, that's fine, or B, for different reasons, or maybe in Facebook jail, as they call it, whatever it may be. But uh, many times when we get a very popular stream, we then also post it uh, on the website, which is, you hear me mention it, petro.com. So, folks, again, though, um, that was quite a stretch of bad weather. Hopefully now... As you just heard Jeff mention, um, the weekend's not looking that promising, but who knows? Who knows? Listen, I'll take, if there's just a thread of showers at some point over the next few days, but we do get some sun, I think we could all uh, kind of live with that a little bit. This is a perfect day to uh, visit our friends at PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. It's Steve and Debbie and Junior and Byron. And remember, right now especially, they have absolutely fantastic homegrown farm fresh produce. So Rhode Island's number one garden center, folks, they continue to just get better and better. They carry zucchini, yellow squash, green peppers, cucumbers. Again, it's Rhode Island's number one garden center. It's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. And why not get some, the tomatoes, the peppers they have, everything. It's just so fresh, farm to table. It's terrific. And you get to shop local at Rhode Island's number one garden center. They also have trees and shrubs, vegetables and herbs, large selection of perennials. They have these beautiful 12-inch patio pots. And let me also just say this. You can find them on Facebook. Again, it's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. But one of the things that always strikes my eye, because I pop in there uh, quite a bit, is just the um, the colors they have are, are just terrific. And they put so much effort into it, and, and they are just thriving. I think the world, you know, they have a nice posting on Facebook right now. Uh, let me just quickly, um, farm fresh vegetables, or look how delicious. Stop by, sample them. That is a, um, if you can see, I'm going to hold up to everybody on Facebook Live. Nice picture. Look at the size of those tomatoes and everything else. Just terrific. But uh, Debbie and Steve and Junior and Byron, they're so talented. Let me sh- show you um, what I mean by some of the... Um, the uh, the just the color, the arrangement of flowers, folks. It just brings so much life to your home. Uh, pop in and see them. It's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Look how beautiful they look. Uh, they really are very very talented. The hydrangeas are the the biggest you've ever seen popping in the seat. Stop it and see them. Easy to get to. Thirty six eighty eight 
Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. And you you not only uh, get to shop local, but you get great service as well, as I as I like to mention. Now, folks, uh, again, good afternoon on this Thursday. We are on Gang Watch. Uh, I want to point out, visit the website, depetro.com. We have so many original stories. You know, there's many different stories that sometimes I think, all right, well, you know, certainly the regular mainstream media tends to be in the pocket of a lot of the progressives. You know, I'm, I'm sure they're going to pick up on this one, and then they don't. Uh, now, first of all, Congressman David Cicilline is trying to raise money off of President Trump and QAnon. That's a new one. He has, oh, we must stop QAnon. I will defeat President Trump. Read about it at the website. Congressman David Cicilline is 60 years old today, raises money off QAnon. We also have the two men the state police are looking at, but Rhode Island going after the Moors. And then the other story, that Sale Street family and they are, in fact, trying to grab 15 grand. The people that were fighting with the police, you know, I just want to check and see what they're up to as far as the total. Maybe for all I know, they've reached 15,000. I received an obscene message from one of their friends saying, uh, gee, thank you. Because of you, we're hitting. Nope, they're still short. 13,986. Do you know someone actually gave them $1,000? So the people, what exactly did they do again? Oh, that's right. That's right. They were threatening their neighbors, causing a disturb, disturbance, and then fabricated that police beat children uh, and were pepper spraying infants. Money raised on a lie and perpetrated by the media, by the local media, who is anti-police. I know some members of the media now are trying to say, oh, you know, I, 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 you know where have you been for the past over a year now as police have been under attack? So nowhere. And they never challenge. You know, they'll only go so far. And I'll give you a good example. Anyone that says, and again, folks, good afternoon at 12 minutes past 12 on this Thursday. Anyone that says there, oh, I support the police. I support law enforcement. You know, the real litmus test for me, right? The real litmus test for Juan is if that's the case, and if anyone ever says that in the media, what you need to do is challenge them and say, so in other words, you're willing to call out Black Lives Matter. You're willing to call out the lies perpetrated by Black Lives Matter, right? You're willing to call out the lies of the degenerates that are members of Antifa and the defund the police. So when you say you support the police, you're willing to criticize Black Lives Matter and the lies they put forward in order to just inflame the situation and then see what they say. Because you know what? They, oh, no, no, no I'm, not, I'm not saying that. Listen, this is a war. You're either with us or against us. It's two sides of the street. Do you remember if you watched the Sale Street video of the Providence Police? And again, Sergeant Gregory Paola did nothing wrong. Okay, never should have been put on administrative leave. But they're trying to separate. You stand over here, you stand over here. That's the battle that we're in. You're either with the police or you're with Black Lives Matter, Antifa, and defund the police. There's no standing in the middle of the street. I'm on the sidewalk next to law enforcement. That's who I support. Why? Because I support America. I believe in what we stand for. I can't stand the people that... Deny the deniers of critical race theory, the, the, the people that, oh, no, I, I support police, but I think Black Lives Matter makes some good points, too. They don't make any good points. They don't live in reality. They're really no different 
than the rise of the Moors. These Moroccans with their flag, these foreigners from Pawtucket and Providence that are not citizens of the country. So therefore, our rules don't apply. You know what does seem to apply to the rise of the Moors <coughs> or Moops? Apparently our prisons do, because that's where they are right now. They're in jail. Six of them are still being held in the pen in mass. And when they get out, they're going to have a court date in Rhode Island. So they're not going anywhere. There's not going to be any maneuvers of the rise of the moops anytime soon. So, But if you support law enforcement, you have to go all in and call out. You hear me call them out. Now, folks, remember, uh, DePetro.com which is brought to you by uh, Coincid Inn, Rhode Island tradition since 1977. There's a fantastic story. I hinted at it yesterday. I talked about it a little bit last time. I'm going to talk about it right now. And it talks about critical race theory and why it's wrong. And there are so many people emerging on the front lines of this thing that are, there's no other word to use for it other than heroes. But folks, there are people that try to walk the fence. We have to get them off the fence. So, but the Coincid Inn, uh, check them out. There's a direct link on the website to Petro.com. Now, uh, what do I mean by that? <clears throat> what do I mean by call out Black Lives Matter? Some of these frauds out there that's, oh, no, I, I support the police, really. I think that's terrific. So, and if you're going to do that, let's call out like that jerk. And I said a jerk, and then he went after me. Oh, John DePetro, white suppress. Shut up. Who anointed you anything? Showing up, trying to take uh, credit for getting these these people. By the way, those people should not be forced out of the apartment in Edgewood anyway. Need to have the landlord fix the blanking balcony. But aside from that, what I'm talking about is that little Harry Turtle or Harrison Tuttle, as he's known, and all the frauds that jumped in on him. And, well, well, you know, I I was just reporting what he was saying wrong. You were reporting lies because that's what they were doing. So if you're all in on the police, then you need to call out when people like Black Lives Matter PAC, Providence Antifa chapter, talk about, you know, the policing system is born out of white supremacy and hate. And police are here's the um, this tweet. From Harrison Tuttle, Black Lives Matter. All lawmakers must must defund the police because they're brutally beating near murder of children. And then this line, police are killing our children. Can you believe that that, uh, my old station allowed someone to go on air and do that for three hours? That is a complete lie. 20 children brutally beaten by police. Police are killing our children. Where? Where are police killing our children? The near murder of children. Number Another lie. Brutally beating. Lie. Purposely pepper spraying infants. Lie, lie. But no, they won't say a word. They won't say any word against them. Because they're afraid of them. Now listen, I'm not denying there's a lot of people out there that is sending messages. Um, <clears throat> very high profile incident. We're going to let the investigation play out. But a lot of high profile incidents of people trying to send messages and intimidate the media. 
anyone that denies that has the head in the sand. Um, but anyhow, I'll touch on that. But I want to talk about this story about critical race theory and how it's being taught and the effect it's having is uh, wildly important. And also, there's another part, by the way, right now it's 1218. And this, this is, you know, I like to, um, folks, I like to deal with people who tell me things that I don't know. That's, you know, that's who I, what I like to, you know, deal with. Uh, I look for people in, in news outlets that tell me things that, that I don't know. Because it's not always easy to um, find that. But that's what I look for. And I put out, no, no one, the local media is so intimidated by the Providence Teachers Union that they won't report this. They won't report this. And I give credit to Channel 10. You know, Channel 10 included this in a story, and they're getting massive pushback on it. <clears throat> now, you've heard about, and this isn't what I'm going to talk about, but I did want to mention this. Angelica Ponte Green, the education commissioner, she's trying to defend the fact that they were going to put achievement first in with a Providence public school. Charter schools are public schools. Charter schools are public schools, but they're not run the same way as public schools. Charter schools aren't controlled by the teachers union. Public schools that are a massive failure. The public school experiment in the country has failed and it should end. If this were anything else, they would end it because it's a failed experiment. Now, in Providence, those teachers, they work four hours a day. I repeat, no one will repeat that. No one will report that. They work four hours a day. They are on premise for six hours. They get an hour for lunch. They get an hour free period. They work four afternoons off, nights off, weekends off, holidays off vacations off four hours a day but when you look at this achievement first charter school in providence why are the teachers unions and their allies trying to close it results for grades three through six achievement first charter school ready for this I want to, again, I'm getting credit. This is right on Twitter. Channel 10 put it out. Most people don't put it out. The charter school, achievement first. Grades three through six. Proficiency rate. Now, what does that mean? It basically means that if you're in sixth grade, you can do the work of a sixth grader. If you're in fifth grade, you can do the work of a fifth grader, fourth grader, third grader. You at least can do the work of, like you're a C student in the sixth grade. You're proficient. Might even be a D minus or a D. But anyhow, charter school, math proficiency, 47%. Providence school, three through six now. 13% proficiency in Providence schools and 31% in all of Rhode Island. My point is, so why are the Providence Public Teachers Unions, why are they so upset that they're going to put achievement first in the same building? You know why? It'd be so dramatic. 
the, the left side of the building, the kids are at 47% proficiency rate, almost half, way above the Rhode Island average. The Providence kids, the public school teachers on the right side of the building, 13%. That's why. That's what this is about. And no one points that out. They, they Now, it gets worse as the kids get older. As many of you know, and again, folks, at 1222, I've pointed out that the whole John Hopkins report that you don't hear much about anymore because it's two years old. But eighth graders in Providence, eighth grade in Providence, 5% proficiency in math. What does that mean? It means only 5% of the kids can do the math of an eighth grader. 95% are doing below that. Public school now, not charter. Traditional public school. English, 10% proficiency, eighth grade. So as the kids get older, the learning gets worse. Terrible. Absolutely atrocious, and they won't report it. Folks, on this Thursday, this portion of the Don DePietro Show is brought to you by Ryan's Appliance Repair. Remember what we say. When your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. 401-710-7096. 401-710-7096. Ryan's Appliance Repair. Now, I'll give you a quick example. And I, I, I use this example. One Saturday morning, our dryer was not working. Juan had unwittingly, I did something wrong. Called a friend of mine who I thought kind of handy. He said, well, Juan, you got two options. You either could, looks like you're on your way to the laundromat, or you look like you're going to have to buy a new one. I said, option three sounds better. I'm going to call Ryan's Appliance Repair. I dialed 401-710-7096, also on Facebook. Ryan answered the phone. Hola. I said, hola, Ryan. It's Juan. Uh, My dryer's not working. What's wrong with it? It just doesn't continue on the cycle. It doesn't stay on. He said, I'll tell you what, I'll be there at 1 o'clock. At 10 minutes of 1, a truck pulled into my driveway. On the side of the truck, it said, if your appliance is dying, just call Ryan with the phone number, 401-710-7096. He fixed the dryer in about 10 minutes. Needed, <clears throat> excuse me, I get emotional talking about it. No, it needed a new belt. He knew what was wrong with it. I said, while we have you, and he said, well, one, I got to go somewhere else. We'll make an appointment. We then had a problem with our oven we used the self-cleaning oven which burned out something in the back and then even his dad came and fixed our microwave oven folks if your appliance is dying just call ryan 401-710-7096 remember all work is guaranteed for 90 days parts and labor and senior citizens discounts are available 401-710-7096 now what i really want to touch on i touched on it uh, last hour another area that And you know who's great about this is um, Justin Katz, who we talked to with This Week in Politics. Justin pointed out that for whatever reason, the local media, they don't want to cover, partly because of the teachers unions, because of the teachers unions, but they don't like covering critical race theory. And as many people know, Critical race theory, although if you log on to petro.com, I, I had one of the first stories about it back on uh, early June. And then, of course, Nicole Solace, uh, the mother from South Kingstown who spoke out. And then we learned, you know, the school committee in South Kingstown, they even had a PR firm come up with talking points. 
they found a stooge in the cackle who was then set up all designed to take her down. No question about it. And then you have the critical race deniers. Where is it? Who can show me? I don't think it. Well, you know, since people have said that, more and more people have, in fact, come forward uh, in speaking about it. And the folks that run the website, Legal Insurrection, who are terrific, they have a piece about this brave teacher, Ramona Bessinger. Ramona Bessinger, who's a Providence public school teacher. Now, I did tweet this out, and I also put it on Facebook. But you hear many times people hear about critical using and, every, you know what, every single day when I go somewhere and I'm engaging with people. For instance, <clears throat> uh, I'm re- running an errand, right? I went to stop and get something at a store. Someone, you know, hey, is that you want? Blah, blah, blah. Love. He said, and it was a couple. And the husband said, you know, could you just explain exactly what this critical race theory is? I said, I'd be happy to. Um, people throw out these different terms. It's, and, and it's confusing terms. It's terms you normally don't. Well, you know, it's Marxist and all this other stuff. People don't talk that way. This Providence teacher, she explains it beautifully. And that is that during the course of it being introduced, and she's been a teacher for a long time, 22 years in the classroom. She is, for, for you know, a, basically an award-winning teacher. She is. And reluctantly, they have introduced. Now, if you're hearing me talk about this and you're wondering where is this, you know what? I'll, I'll do a story on the website, Petro.com. I did because I am sensitive that many times people are either A, not on Twitter or they're not on Facebook. And that's fine. But as long as you can find your way to the website, Petro.com, I will uh, repost it. And I was going to do a story on it anyway. But so just to give you an idea of what's going on in the classrooms of Providence, she writes that one of the things that, can you imagine this, they're no longer teaching about the Holocaust. Now, as a board member of the Rhode Island Coalition for Israel, think about that. They're no longer teaching about the Holocaust. They're no longer teaching about the horrors of World War II. And what's so significant about that is, and right now, folks, and this is wildly important at 1228, is because let's face it, in in during World War II, <clears throat> America saved the world. Period. We did. We did. You know, my dad used to said, if it wasn't for the United States, if we didn't get involved with World War II, you'd be speaking German right now. A lot of those people would be speaking German right now. The United States, and there were people AOC. Black Lives Matter, the progressives, Bernie Sanders, David Cicilline, that whole ilk, they hate talking about it, right? The Black Lives Matter, that whole progressive wing socialists, they hate talking. So what's their solution? We're no longer going to teach the kids about World War II. Why? Because in the history of our country, that was an incredible period of time. And anytime anybody wants to knock the United States, Kamala Harris, Michelle Obama, for the first time in my life, I'm proud of my country. Anytime they want to knock it, 
What they always don't, they never have an answer for World War II. We didn't have to get involved other than we were bombed by Pearl Harbor. We didn't have to get involved. Pearl Harbor got us into the war. But no matter how they want to define the United States, they can't deny that during that time period, the United States of America saved the world, period. And as many of you know, D-Day, Normandy was one of the greatest days in the history of mankind. And I want to give credit to Andy Rooney that talks about it was probably it's one of the most unselfish things that humans have ever done in the history of mankind, which is the continent of Europe was overtaken by the Germans. And we sent young American men in there, men, not women, men, to save them and risk their lives. And the casualty rate was brutal, but it worked. And we retook France. And now you have Normandy and the cemetery there forever. But in the Providence Public Schools, they no longer teach about World War II. And they no longer teach about the Holocaust. And when this teacher asked about it, how come we're not, we're not going to, now she teaches middle school, right? A lot of the reading, Anne Frank, story of the girl, the diary of Anne Frank. Nope, no more. Boy in the striped pajamas. Nope. Not teaching children. They said, why? Our kids don't relate to that. No, our kids don't, they relate to that. See, and you know what? Chafee was one of the same type. Chafee, Link Chafee, who was an illegal alien in Canada, Governor Gump, he was gloating after 9-11. Well, the chickens have come home to roost. It's about time. They hate discussing World War II. So the teachers unions who appeared up with Black Lives Matter, they've decided, how do you get around that? Remove it from the discussion. Remove World War II and the Holocaust. Now, think of what that does of suddenly young, and it's predominantly black children in um, Providence. They have no relation to the horrors of World War II and or what the Jewish people went through. No, not teaching it anymore. So this woman, and it's great. Again, I will link it. I, I apologize if, if, for those that haven't seen it. But, but everything is, and they're going after the teachers as well. How you have to teacher groups, how not to be a white supremacist in the classroom. Now, here's where it really comes down, white teachers. And I'm going to tell you why. In the contract of the teachers union that they are trying to change is anytime there's an opening within the Providence School Department. No one talks about this. No one talks about this. It's 1233. I'm going to tell you what no one talks about. Uh, Anytime there's going to be an opening, you have to first post it internal. So as much as Infante Green talks about diversifying the teachers, the problem is if you're only posting internal, it's You're just recycling the same people in the system are the first ones to go for the jobs. And or if with seniority, they have to get the jobs. So you're just recycling the same people that they want to remove that from the teacher's contract. They won't allow them to. But her writing about they're doing professional development in Providence. 
white teachers separate from black teachers. And imagine teach, saying to a teacher, you have to learn how not to be a white supremacist in the classroom. We're not going to teach kids about the Holocaust anymore. Now, this is middle school. This is middle school. I'm sorry if I confuse people with given the proficiency rates of um, the young third through sixth grade. But she is a middle school teacher. And she's very brave to come forward. Uh, in, in 22 years in doing this, uh, she certainly has the credentials. Middle school teacher. Seventh, um, sixth, seventh, and eighth. Sixth, seventh, and eighth is middle school. It used to be ninth grade, but I think now it's become middle school is now sixth, seventh, and eighth. But eighth grade. So, but here's the real thing where critical race theory, where it, it starts to come in. First of all, some of her colleagues start to mention about, and people do it jokingly, but they start saying to her about her white privilege. Huh, that's an interesting comment. And during these development sessions, all the teachers now, black teachers were encouraged to share stories of racism. And white educators encouraged to talk about what does it mean to be white? So some students in her class finally now, finally for some students, standing for the Pledge of Allegiance was no longer something they did. All they keep hearing about is slavery. All they keep hearing about is how evil America is. And if they don't stand for the Pledge of Allegiance, teachers no longer allowed to question why. She knew why. They were beginning to hate America. She writes, I was the only person standing, the only person that could be heard saying, and liberty and justice for all. The kids know. Midway through the academic year, seventh, eighth grade students start calling her, hey, America, because she's white. They were turning against her because of the skin color. She said, I don't blame them. I blame the racial narratives being forced upon them in the school. Some of my colleagues stated, I, you have white privilege. So they start making her feel like the enemy. My black colleagues added more similar comments. For example, you have white privilege. Your gestures are a rich person's gestures. Can you imagine like in the lunchroom? Oh, what's whitey eating for lunch today? Oh, okay. Figures you got mayonnaise in there. You white people love your mayonnaise. You're having a white person's lunch. Again, I'm just kidding around. The school culture was becoming increasingly tense. Can you imagine suddenly the kids coming in? Hey, America. That's how they're starting to address her. No, I'm not standing for you stupid national anthem. What are you going to do? String me up? What are you going to lynch me if I don't stand? I hate this country. Black Lives Matter is right. We hate this country. We hate you, we hate America, we hate this city, we hate your parents, I hate every white person in this school. They are right. We hate the cops. So children start never-ending focus on slavery. They start saying, why do you live in a white castle? So now kids have different classrooms. Oh, who do you have for, uh, you know, English? Oh, I have Miss Bessinger. Oh, must be nice for her in a white castle doing learning from home. All that all being taught. How is that positive? 
How about the fact, you know, I'll also go, Arlene Violet, Eileen Violet was one of the people saying, I support critical race theory, darling. You support this. How is this positive? At my school, the increasingly hatred towards America was on the rise. Now, she's a teacher. She said, I blame the books, the media, the literature showing kids themes akin to America's bad. White people are the enemy. Cheering on when teachers like Nicole Salas were attacked by the cackle, given talking points by the, uh, the uh, PR firm hired by the South Kingstown School Committee. While some teachers embraced this ideology, many secretly modified the lessons. All the books suddenly are from predominantly unknown authors. Some of the books, How I Survived in Whitey's School. Your white teacher is the enemy. Everything becomes about slavery. Go on with a a diverse collection of American world literature. House on the Mango Street. Go Tell It on the Mountain. Essays by Dr. Martin Luther King. Walt Whitman. Salem Witch Trials. Nope. Holocaust studies, world genocide, universal themes. None of it. Nope, all removed. Previously vetted books were removed from the classroom and sent to recycling. And instead, they bring in the new. See, folks, so those that wonder, she is very brave. She is very brave. Now, I've been working on a different story. I will reach out to her at some point. Um, But anyone that wonders, how are you supposed to teach in a classroom when it's the curriculum, this is what we're talking about. And you're sitting there day after day and then kids discuss things. And then, you know, you wonder. Now, there's also there was a great piece also, by the way, in the Boston Globe. How the amount of. Um, the amount of resentment towards Asian-Americans and some of these teachers, this was a story out of Boston saying, I'm sick of teaching all these Asians and all this other stuff, blah, blah, blah. They try to demean the efforts they do. They don't try to, um, it was actually in the Wall Street Journal, excuse me. They don't, they, they, they don't recognize the achievements of Asian students or white students. They always try to knock it down and build up the black and Hispanic students. So they don't keep the bar where it should be they make it different while they should be doing well because they didn't have to deal with that and they don't deal with the white supremacy folks good afternoon it's john DePietro. this portion of the program is brought to you by our friends it's jamie's power wash you know i read one of his uh, letters success story today do you need some part of your property power washed jamie's power wash call them today 401-837-4545 401 837 4545 for Jamie's Power Wash. He's got a great uh, truck, comes right out. Now, you've heard me mention Jay Freitas Construction. You can also find him on Facebook. But 837 4545 401 837 4545. Jamie's Power Wash and Deck Staining, Handyman Services, both professional power washing and deck staining. I received a, um, a great email. Let me just uh, quickly read it. Uh, a great email from one of our listeners that said, you know, Juan, I just want to 
circle back to you. This was from Keith that said, Jamie is the real deal. I called him yesterday. He squeezed me in today. I'm having a house party on Sunday. He made it work. Clean, professional, and reasonably priced. Thank you for recommending him. And the before and after photos were terrific. Folks, it's Jamie's Power Wash, 401 837 4545. This portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by R.E. Coogan and Heating. Folks, it's Coogie. Now, listen, the hot weather is going to be here. Why not? If you're having a cooling problem, or maybe you want to explore central air, or maybe you need a plumber, whatever it is you want, R.E. Coogan and Heating. Call them today, 401 732 6562. 401 732-6562. It's Coogie, R.E. Coogan and Heating. Plumbing service, cooling service, and also heating service in the wintertime. Helpful, trustworthy, reliable. Coog says, let us into your home. Don't fix it alone. Residential services, winter to summer, trained technicians provide 100% service, one customer at a time. And they are available 24-hour emergency service. Call them, 401 732 6562. The um the story on critical race theory. See, that's where it's leading. And and I think that firsthand account, how are you supposed to teach if basically the curriculum is really working the, the students against you? But folks, again, we have had, we have made Tremendous progress in this country. Tremendous progress in this country regarding racism. And the country continues to evolve. But I don't accept these people that I've never experienced a where it's never been worse than it is now. That's all wrong. That's wrong. So Wall Street Journal. Um, lessons lost when critical race theory arrives in class. Will American teachers stand up? And reject the destructive ideologies backed by the unions. And that's a big part of it, by the way. So the NEA, they're now pledging to oppose attempts to ban critical race theory. Or the 1619 Project, despite significant errors, the union has pledged to join with Black Lives Matter at school. And the Zen Education Project. National Day of Action teach lessons about structural racism, oppression. Howard Zinn was a Marxist opponent of American liberty. Ah, critical race theory. They even mentioned English teacher Rhode Island public schools. Write about her experience. The new curriculum came to town. Sad and worrisome. Providence K-8 through teachers were introduced some of the most racially divisive, hateful, historically inaccurate curriculum I've ever seen. And she writes, I'm speaking about controversial critical race theory infiltrated public schools in Rhode Island under the umbrella of culturally responsive learning and teaching focuses on identity. The cackle, I don't see any critical race theory. I don't leave my home, but I don't see that. Eileen Violet, darling, you got to teach history when no one's talking about history. How about being accurate, Eileen? The new ra- radicalized curriculum materials focuses almost exclusively on oppressive, oppressed narrative. Create racial tensions among students and staff when none existed before. 
She writes, we didn't need a new curriculum for students to learn about slavery and racism. We already did that. Great depth. Relying in part on the writings of great Ameri- African-American authors. Missing from the curriculum diversity, perspective, truth, and rigor that previously were taught. Previously vetted books were removed from our classroom, sent to recycling, gone with a diverse collection of American world literature. House on Mango Street. Go Tell It on the Mountain, Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet, essays by Dr. Martin Luther King, as I mentioned, poetry by Maya Angelou, Robert Frost, Anne Frank, Walt Whitman. Nope. She wrote, what saddened me the most, I would not be teaching about the Holocaust. Holocaust student included some of the, you know, Anne Frank, Boy in the Striped Pajamas, depending on the reading level, Eric Weiss's Night. When I asked the school reading coach, well, no, we don't teach, the kids can't relate to that story. And instead, new leaflets arrived. All poorly written, historically biased, inaccurate. I thought it was a mistake. I asked a teacher, a leader, what's going on? Comrade, we were told to remove all classroom sets of reading material. She wrote, I laughed, assuming this was a joke. It was not a joke. Intellectually bankrupt, as it may be. She reports the new did succeed in changing students' minds. They no longer stand for the Pledge of Allegiance. No one says liberty and justice for all. And they all started calling America. Folks, this is all, you know, if you hate cops, I don't blame you. White cops have been lynching. You see, this is all. It's not historically accurate. You know, close to the home, one of the problems with trying to have a discussion with many members of Black Lives Matter and some of their supporters is they, they never deal in facts. It's all emotion. You know, I I recently, and again, folks, good afternoon at 1247. um, Someone asked me, why don't you have some of the members of Black Lives Matter more? Because I I find it frustrating because I know where it's going to go. Last Friday night on uh, One After Dark, I was doing the Facebook live stream. I did. Haven't talked to him. I had on Brother Gary. Then I remember why I haven't had him on. They don't deal in reality. They don't deal in facts. It's all just like cliches. There's someone else on Twitter. They're always trying to tweet at me and chirp. It's never in facts. It's always just I think, I feel. Everything's on emotion. Anything you try to point out, it's always like, well, you know, they've been, they, oh, they've been killing us for years and the cops are killing. Where? We're, this is Rhode Island we're talking about. Breonna Taylor, George Floyd. What does that have to do with Rhode Island? Well, the cop, he ran his cruiser into the scooter. Wrong. The cops, they were were beating children. They pepper sprayed infants. False. Another lie. You can't debate with people that won't accept an established set of facts. And their set of facts are ridiculous. When I had Brother Gary on, who I've known now for almost 10 years, and I asked him about the rise of the Moors because he's did an interview saying, oh, no, I support them. They have they won when they get out of jail. They're more than welcome to set up shop at our headquarters and everything else. I said, now, you realize they didn't have driver's licenses or license to carry firearms, right? Well, you see, in the Second Amendment, yeah, I, I'm aware of the Second Amendment, but you still have to. You can't drive without a driver's license. Oh, well, they're, they're the Moors. They're from Morocco. Uh, no, actually, they were. One of them was born in Providence. The other one born in Pawtucket. They may pretend they were there, right? They have their flag. We're we're Moroccans. We're Rise of Moors, or whatever it is. But 
That's kind of like pretend, right? I mean, in reality, no, he was born in Pawtucket. And then one of them, who's in jail, he, uh, he tried with three separate fake IDs to try to get a gun license. That's illegal. It's false identity. We are a nation of law. Well, you know, cops have been killing people. For, see, they never deal in this is what we're talking about right now. Breonna Taylor, George Floyd. Oh, my God. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Yeah, you can't. Listen, in this country, you can't drive without a driver's license. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Oh, my God. We have basic laws. Go to Mexico. Ride around with a license. Live there. See if you can live there. See where that lands you. See what their jails are like. See if that's the picnic you think it is. Travel to some other countries. See what it's like when you ride around there. Better idea. They have their Second Amendment right. Let them go to Times Square, New York, and pull out a revolver. See the reaction. See if the police say, hey, he's just exercising his, his Second Amendment right. I don't think so. But my point is, it's like you're never dealing in reality. But that is the problem. It, and what the teachers union, they're all, they're all like white. There were groups going after Providence Teachers Union for saying they're all white. All the students are black or ethnic. There's a problem there. Now, if you then start teaching and she notices they're turning against them, you you lose control of the classroom. I'm not listening to you. I will only listen to a black teacher. Excuse me. This is a public school. Your parents don't pay taxes. You're basically going here for free. We feed you breakfast. We feed you lunch. And many of you, we pack your knapsack to take home so you have food over the weekend. And now we're going to introduce curriculum so now we're the enemy because we're white. And cops are white and America's bad and you're oppressed and you're a victim. You're never going to accomplish anything because in 1694, slave trips, uh, slave ships came into Newport. Folks, this portion of the John, how is that positive? We need more of this in the school. And what else does Black Lives Matter say? And we want those cops out of the school. Yeah, because it's the school resource officer's fault. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by J. Perry Paving. Call them today. They provide high-quality, fair-pricing, exceptional service. Now, on this Thursday, do you need your driveway paved? Call J. Perry Paving. Fair-pricing, exceptional service, 20 years' experience, Specializing in commercial paving, residential paving, seal coating patios, J. Perry Paving. Call them today for a free quote at 401-732-1730. 401-732-1730. J. Perry Paving. Get your driveway paved. J. Perry Paving, letter J. J. Perry Paving. Look for them on Facebook. They are licensed and insured contracting company. Committed to meeting their clients' needs, no matter how big or how small. If you've been thinking of having your driveway paved, whether it's a brand new paving project or just a cracked driveway, call J. Perry Paving today at 401-732-1730, 401-732-1730 for letter J, J. Perry Paving. And remember, no one has a better package for veterans than J. Perry Paving, 401-732-1730. Call them. Is your father a veteran? Are you a veteran? 
Maybe your wife is a veteran. Maybe your grandfather is. Maybe your brother is. They, no one will offer them a better package than J. Perry Paving, 732-1730. Well, folks, good afternoon. It's 1254. It's Juan. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now, remember, visit our website, dipietro.com. Uh, and, and I still maintain, I think this is a time you want to protect yourself. You want to protect your family. You want to make sure you contact all state lock 401-349-0042 401-349-0042 all state lock and online allstatelock.com the big thing with them is security cameras they're experts in security cameras it's all state lock what i um was mentioning also you know this the public school system is so broken right now it was never designed it, it's it's failed It is a racket, and a lot of people don't acknowledge that. A lot of people don't want to acknowledge that, but there should be school choice. It is a complete racket. What they're also finding inside, and I know with a lot of the the, um, negotiations with the teachers' unions, is they're actually shocked that it's not more about education. No matter what idea they bring forward, there's always a, a cost attached to it. You know, we think it would help these kids if teachers would agree to stay after school uh, once a week for 15 minutes. Okay, what's the pay? Everything, nothing is done unless there's money attached to it. So the people negotiating think, well, this is about education, right? Like we want to educate the kids. Right, but there's got to be a cost. Nothing is done for free, no matter what you implement. We think this would be helpful. If you would, you know, once a week meet with parents. Okay, what's that pay? So if you're going to meet with parents or students for 15 minutes after school, great. We could talk about it. What's it going to pay? Everything is money-based. But again, I also want to mention um, it was the Boston Public Schools where they were. Um, it's, it's, it's racism and racial animus towards white students and also Asian students. So, and it has to do with these elite public Boston schools. So the new plan substitutes grade zip codes for competitive entrance exams, which appears designed to reduce the number of white and Asian American students. So you had these Boston school committee members involved with it. And they said, sick of these Westy whites. Me too. They also mocked some of the Asian names of those who commented. Now, granted, all three resigned and there was a judge involved, but... Americans are awakening to the reality. For all the talk about diversity, progressives today want to discriminate by race. I repeat, and that is such a great important line. Despite all their talk about diversity, it's all discrimination by race. If black and Latino children are not scoring high enough on competitive exams to get into the best public schools, the progressive answer isn't to lift achievement or approve the schools. Their answer is suppress merit and deny seats to Asian Americans in particular. The main result is more bitterness, resentment, and racial division. And that is 100% accurate. Folks, the progressives have one goal in mind, to destroy the country. How about the fact Black Lives Matter is issuing statements where they're supporting the government of Cuba 
This is an incredible moment right now to finally end communism. The White House won't refer to it as communism. I repeat, the White House, they won't refer to it as communism. They won't. And, of course, that's the problem. And it's those, they have been starving those people for years. And it's a crime. And it's despicable. And it should absolutely end. But, no, they won't do that. Nope. Black Lives Matter. Isn't that interesting? They're supporting the communist regime. Much like we shouldn't be surprised they were supporting the Palestinians against Israel. Now, folks, remember, it's the well, next hour. We go until 2 o'clock. Good afternoon at 12.58. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always um, weigh in, on uh, follow us online at the website, dipietro.com. This portion of the program is brought to you by It's My Health. It's a nice Thursday. Take a ride. Right now, are you on Menden Road in Cumberland? You are? Well, pop in and see Marie at It's My Health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, right in that old white church, diagonally across from Davenport Restaurant. You will find vitamins, herbal remedies. Pop in. Marie has over 250 bulk herbs, teas, and spices. Now, she also has local, great local products, acai berry, honey, maple syrup, skin brushes, essential oils, body oils, soaps. Folks, just pop in and see her. It's my health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, diagonally across from Davenport Restaurant. It's my health. Look for them on Facebook or call Maria 305-3585. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to break for the 1 o'clock news. We have another full hour to go. More on critical race theory, more on Black Lives Matter, and a lot more to tell you about. It's John DePietro on this Thursday. Next hour is radio only. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can listen online at the website, dipietro.com.